Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So that Sunny D is releasing its own line of canned vodka seltzer. I think it started a trend because now other kids' companies are trying to branch out into the hard beverage world. But I don't know if it's such a good idea. Take a look at some of these other drinks here. First up, there's Franzia by the foot. And you go, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, there's Yoo-Hooch. Yoo-Hooch. There's also Gin and Juicy Juice. <laughs> up next, we have Whiskey Sour Patch Kids. And finally, Bud Pedialyte. And you go, oh, that's, that's hilarious. Ah, see, we don't want children drinking it. It's, uh, it's absurd. These companies are irresponsible. <laughs> Speaking of companies and irresponsibility, if you if, grab yourself a cardboard box, start stealing office supplies if you have one of the 20 jobs most at risk from AI. I will pay attention to that one. A computer's going to be doing your job. In case that wasn't clear from my dramatic attempt of a moment ago. Stay with us. Uh, Skip this quote earlier when we were talking about China. The Chinese foreign minister said a whole bunch of things yesterday. He said this. If the U.S. does not hit the brake but continues to speed down the wrong path, no amount of guardrails can prevent derailing, and there surely will be conflict and confrontation. Some pretty strong language. From the uh, shut up, responded 
Secretary of State Joe Getty. Chinese Foreign Minister. So um, I have mentioned this many times before. I apologize if you're tired of hearing me say it, but I remember years ago, Henry Kissinger, I think it was when his book World Order came out, which I read, which was fantastic. Former Secretary of State, one of the great global thinkers, according to everyone, said that when we really have a problem, what we've got to avoid is having the populations of China and the United States start to see each other as enemies. That's when you get into trouble. If if the population of the country sees the other country as an enemy, that's where, well, too late for that. At that time, we weren't there. But the latest Gallup poll that came out yesterday, all-time low approval rating for China in the United States. China now has an approval rating of 15%. As recently as a couple of years ago, it was over 50. It wow. is now 15%. Wow. I mean, that yeah, is... sorry, Henry. We're there. Yeah. Uh, well, and likewise, I don't know what the poll numbers in China are. You can't get accurate polls, but uh, I'm sure it's you know roughly similar. Well, I, I've got to uh, assume that since, for instance, like their top movies that they go to in the movie theater are various Chinese conquerings of the United States over the years. I got to think the, uh, the, the, the their view of us is not that good. So the question from Gallup, they've been asking since way back in the 70s, what is your current overall opinion of China? Is it very favorable, mostly favorable, mostly unfavorable, very unfavorable? So it is now down to 15% for the favorable category. Um, been gradually falling. The U.S. public's esteem in recent years is down a total of 38 points since 2018. A lot of that around COVID, obviously. More than 8 in 10 U.S. adults have a negative opinion of China, including 45% who view it very unfavorable. So it's almost half the country. I'd be one of those. Mm-hmm. Almost yeah. half the country has a very unfavorable view of China. So China's asshole! There's a plain-spoken man there. Uh, the favorability rating has fallen precipitously in recent years among Republicans, Democrats, and independents alike. Is now at the lowest point for each group since Gallup has been asking the question. For uh, independents and Democrats, it is about 17%. For Republicans, it's 6%. You know, I would be tempted to uh, figure out who that 15% is and have an FBI agent take a look at him, frankly. <laughs> right. Right. What exactly? That's It's got to be just leftover. Trump said they're bad, so I say they're good. And doesn't it? Yeah, are people who just aren't terribly well-informed and, and remember the rhetoric of the last 30 years that, hey, we just got to invest in them, and they'll liberalize and be our good buddy. So when you haven't got, heard the recent headlines. So when you got the Chinese foreign minister saying, hey, knock it off, or we're headed to confrontation, it's inevitable, and you got to... F- Half the country has a very very unfavorable view of China and the rest pretty unfavorable. Eh, it's not a good place to be. And then we mentioned that Wall Street Journal headline from earlier on how we're in a death spiral or whatever they said with China. Oof! Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the New York Times had an interesting story the other day uh, in which they were profiling this uh, Chinese-American guy who is, is an immigrant from China and is an academic of some sort. He ended up working for GE and how he got lured to China to give an academic address and, and, and played it a little bit dirty with the stuff he brought back on his laptop and got caught in it. And, and the FBI turned him into a, uh, a double agent, a counterintelligence agent, because the Chinese, as they so often do, more or less strong armed him into spying. Um, 
And, and of course, in the New York Times, shortly, you know, after the introduction of the story where you got to get sucked in, they point out that, you know, it's very, very important that in the wake of all the anti-Asian attacks uh, during COVID, that we, we not leap to any terrible racist uh, conclusions about people of Chinese origin living in the United States. They go on for a paragraph about this stuff and... Uh, number one, the vast majority of those anti-Asian attacks weren't uh, like angry Trump voters whooping them up uh, because of the COVID. It was uh, urban attacks on Asian Americans who are known to carry a lot of cash. So, and that's straight from law enforcement in some major American cities. So that whole narrative is bunk. That's pretty interesting. Not Second, surprising either. No. Secondly, um. A lot of us can handle nuance pretty well. Not everybody can. But the fact is, and here's an article from News Nation. I've seen this sort of thing in in several different sources. China is using LinkedIn and indeed some of your major job hunting platforms to quickly uh, screen and vet would-be spies. They're offering them jobs. They're asking them what they know, how they know it, if they have any interest in working in this company, this think tank, whatever. Um, and and they can recruit. I mean, if they get a 1% success rate, it's fabulous for an intelligence sure. agency. And so, yeah, they're going after primarily uh, Chinese Americans, Chinese immigrants, that sort of thing. And they have so much leverage. Number one, if if you retain Chinese citizenship, China's uh, security laws say if the government tells you to do something, you have to do it. Likewise, a company, TikTok, if the Chinese government says, yeah, we need to look at that data, you don't get to, like, sue them or refuse to and litigate it in court. No, you just turn it over. And not only, you know, do the Chinese use the usual persuasion techniques of flattery, money, titles at a university, you become a visiting lecturer, whatever. They just want you to give a little more than you probably ought to. But your mom and your dad and your aunt and your uncle and your brother and your sister are back in the old country, and they know how to subtly push you and push you and push you to do more than you should. So, and I I know this beyond a shadow of doubt. This is not opinion. This is from a number of uh, unimpeachable sources including the uh, source of my story that I've told more than once of the FBI going to a major American university campus and telling the president, hey, you have Chinese agents in your research uh, staff here. And the, uh, the university president saying, get off my campus, you racists. That's how freaking stupid the left can be about this stuff. But anyway, so it's an interesting conundrum to be in if you're a person of good conscience and you have no intention to be racist. Knowing that every Chinese American citizen with family back in the homeland is vulnerable to that sort of pressure. And I, I they have my complete sympathy. You know, if they love America, they love living here, working there. I can't work in here. I can't imagine what a nightmare it would be to have old Chairman Xi put his long arm out around your shoulders and say, hey, I need you to do something for me. You wouldn't sleep for days. You'd vomit out of the stress. I get that. But at the same time, the New York Times going, uh, falling all over themselves to say, it's so important we not look at all Chinese Americans as, as the enemy or anything like that. Where, where does that leave us? 
So you mentioned TikTok, which continues to be a problem. Senator Mark Warner yesterday saying TikTok is a national security threat. Here he is explaining what TikTok does and how the Chinese version of TikTok is different. They collect data from Americans and they potentially can manipulate the videos that you see on TikTok, which could turn into an enormous propaganda uh, uh, machine for the Communist Party of China. And if you doubt their ability to manipulate the data, uh, one would only point out that the, the, the Chinese version of TikTok that kids in China see emphasizes science, engineering, patriotism. The TikTok that our kids see or other kids around the world, not so much. By the way, in terms of whether or not, you know, China says uh, they're going to change TikTok so it's easier to deal with and everything. Here's Senator John Thune on uh, uh, trusting China. Ultimately could lead, I would, I would add, to banning uh, platforms like TikTok. The Chinese Communist Party has proven over the last few years that is willing to lie about just about everything. We're gonna look, Don't trust China! We're going to look back on this, you know... While we're in the middle of our war with China or after a war with China and think we we allowed TikTok in our country for how long while we yeah. argued about this? It's crazy. And I've heard people actually say, oh, so TikTok entertains our kids. They educate their kids. Just has to do with the market and blah, blah, blah. Uh, number one, that back to the New York Post piece about how TikTok feeds so much just really objectionable stuff to our kids. You have to understand China's whole of society war to, to uh, get past the United States and to dominate the globe. If what they can get away with on TikTok is let's dumb their kids down, let's waste their time, that's enough. That's part of the whole of society effort. It doesn't all have to be obvious, you know, like clearly recruiting our 14-year-olds to become Chinese agents. No, they're just trying to weaken us where they can weaken us, damage us where they can damage us, steal from us where they can steal from us, just whatever that particular aspect of society, be it social media, banking, trucking, anything, whatever advantage they can gain, they're trying to gain that. And I'm 100% certain that Mark Warner, who's a Democrat, makes me crazy usually. I'm 100% certain he's right. They're trying to dumb down our kids, pervert their thinking, and waste their time and collect their data. If that's all they can get out of TikTok, TikTok rather, great. So how come there's not an American version of TikTok? How come Google or somebody hasn't come up with one that's as good? Is there? They just have a better algorithm or TikTok? Or? Yeah, that's what they say. The algorithms are amazing that feed you what you want to see. Oof. Yeah, my kids don't do it, but I know all their friends do constantly. Uh, how about you? Or anything you want to say? You can join us on the text line, 415-295-KFTC. Iran's going to get a nuclear weapon, but we'll talk about that later. We can't spend all our time about foreign countries that are going to make the world miserable. Plenty of stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't say a word. Bring back kids working. Sarah Huckabee in Arkansas signs a law loosening child labor laws. Some people react as it's a horror. Some of us react with, yeah, make it easier for people under 18 to work. More on that coming up later. Jack wants to return to a Dickensian era where 12-year-olds were working in foundries. I like that uh, line of humor, but I uh, I hate it because it is actually being used by the freaking morons on the left to try to make it so it's impossible for anybody to work like I did, like you did, like like all our friends did when we were 12, 13, 14, whatever years old. Certainly a hell of a lot more difficult depending on where you are. Yep, true. Speaking of the world of work, a team at Princeton University conducted AI research linking 10 AI-powered applications such as language to 52 human abilities to understand how they related, etc. And, uh, and, and they uh, issued a list of 20 jobs most at risk as the AI boom continues. Uh, and, you know, there are various quotes here, but let's just get to the list. Um, the f- 52 human abilities... There are 52 human abilities, apparently, Jack. Obtained Juggling. from the occupational... Infra- well, that's one of them. Uh, it's a database used by the U.S. Department of Labor to describe over 800 occupations, including examples such as oral compla- comprehension, <laughs> the ability to speak, not very good, oral comprehension, oral expression, inductive reasoning, arm hand steadiness. I mean, all sorts of arm stuff. hand steadiness. Yeah, I find myself wanting to see that entire list. Anyway, uh, here are your 20 occupations. Um, uh, most at risk and as soonest to disappear, according to these people at Princeton. Telemarketers. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. English language and literature teachers post-secondary. Well. Foreign language and literature teachers post-secondary. History teachers post-secondary. Law teachers post-secondary. See any trend here? Yeah. 
philosophy and religion teachers, sociology teachers, political science teachers, criminal justice and law enforcement teachers, sociologists, social work teachers, psychology teachers, communication teachers, political scientists who are kind of politics teachers. Okay, but so so how do you see this though? I mean, what are you picturing when it when it replaces a teacher? Do you go into a classroom and sit there and there's like a speaker with a AI voice coming out of it? Yeah, you would read an assignment. You would ask your questions to the chat bot. Napoleon, it would explain it. Napoleon was the emperor of France. I mean, it just is that going to exactly. engage people? I don't understand how Napoleon had so much power. Napoleon accumulated his power through the combination of blankety-blank. It would just spit the answer back to you. All right. Moving along, uh, let's see. Let's get past all the different teachers. Arbitrators, mediators, and conciliators. I could be a conciliator. Oh, everybody calm down now. We're all buddies here. (laughs) Judges, magistrate judges, and magistrates. Geography teachers, post-secondary, library science teachers. Ah, we're back to the teachers. Clinical counseling and school psychologists. Wow. How is that possible? How is AI going to be a school psychologist? I deal with the school psychologist regularly. No way AI takes that job. No way. You don't think so? No. No, 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 no. Not in any way that's effective. Putting a warm computer tentacle around your child's shoulders and saying, it'll be okay, Johnny. Computer has tentacles. (laughs) I don't know. Cord, (laughs) wire, whatever they have. Some weird human-like arm in the future. Oh, that reminds me. What are you going to type into the thing? The kid is anxious, and then it's going to spit out the leading theory on how to deal with anxiety? That's not going to work with kids. No, the kid would type in, I'm feeling weird. I'm feeling anxious these days. Uh, I don't think the other kids like me. Really? Tell me more. Kids need human compassion. That's not going to work. That's the first one that I've heard of these where I think that's just not going to happen. Mm, I wonder. You know, there's more to be said, but no time in which to say it. So goodbye. <laughs> if you miss an hour of this show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Armstrong and Getty Show. True, like cities across the country, uh, we're experiencing a crime surge that needs to be urgently addressed. But we have decades of data showing that long sentences do not deter crime. What actually deters crime is the likelihood that someone will be caught and prosecuted, not the lengthy sentence. I've always been interested in that, uh, that area of discussion. What does deter crime? Does the death penalty deter murder? You know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That, that was a really interesting squeed by, a, squeed by a, uh, I think she's a D.C. councilwoman. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Washington, D.C.? Because she's half right, yeah. Um, the reason we're talking about this, one of the reasons we're talking about this, is the back and forth that's been so amusing and interesting to watch. The D.C. City Council that is left of... Cory Bush, I mean, it's left of George Gascon, it's left of George Soros, passes all these laws softening the penalties for the very crimes that have exploded in D.C. lately. Uh, robbery, carjacking, if you can imagine, property crimes, that sort of thing. They're locking and, uh, up my toothpaste. Oh, yeah, they make, the D.C. City Council makes George Gascon seem like Tucker Carlson. I mean, they've yeah. done some things in the last year, voted for some things that are just extraordinary. And so the mayor, who's an avowed lefty, is like, uh, y'all's is crazy and vetoed uh, or she said that's right. She vetoed those measures. Well, the city council came back and by a unanimous vote overrode her veto. Well, now, because uh, Washington, D.C. is a federal something or other, there's a technical term for it. But Congress has ultimate oversight over the District of Columbia. Because the the government is there, and so they can't, you know, if the if D.C. wanted to do something really crazy to make it impossible for the federal government to conduct its business, they could. Oh, that's and why. So, okay. I wondered why the this happened. Yeah, so the founding papas uh, put in, essentially, that Congress has ultimate oversight over D.C. And so Congress then weighed in. Uh, it was uh, first just, uh, you know, statements, and then it became clear as votes were held that, no, we're not going to let you turn D.C. into some sort of wild, lawless, blood-running-through-the-streets experiment in no law enforcement. Well, plus they all live there and have to park the cars there and send their kids to school and that sort of stuff. As do all of their staffers. Right. Who are terrified. Right. And so uh, initially, uh, Biden was making noises that, well, no, I'm for self-rule. In fact, I'm for statehood for D.C., which is one of those things that nobody wants, but everybody pretends they want to get black votes. Um, but anyway, so then Biden shocked everybody by later saying, how about a calf care? I will sign that law, knocking down the new D.C. insane measures. 
And Democrats, including Nancy Pelosi, were like, dude, why didn't you say that earlier so we didn't stick our necks out making our hypocritical statements about we're for D.C.'s self-governance because we thought we all agreed. Anyway, so that's been kind of fun to watch. Yeah, but so the Democrat president, Joe Biden, stepped in and reversed something that the city council voted for 12 nothing. Mm-hmm. So the Twitter left went crazy over that over the weekend. But I think it's some pretty good Bill Clinton-like triangulation. It also happens to be the right thing to do. But uh, some pretty good, you know, shore up at least a little bit the whole we don't care about crime side of your flank. Well, sure, yeah. If you end up being to the left of Muriel Bowser in the White House, I mean, it's just not a place you want to be because, you know, the Republicans obviously can so ably and accurately Accused Democrats of being soft on crime. So so he did what he did. But back to the city councilwoman's statement that uh, long sentences don't deter crime. Uh, that may be true, and she's absolutely right. It's the likelihood of conviction and punishment that deters crime. Oh, sure. It makes sense to me. And, and likewise, let's look at the other side of that coin. In case you're really stupid and haven't figured this out, uh, out for yourself, if criminals believe it's utterly, completely unlikely they'll get uh, uh, caught and punished, they'll do more crimes. Well, it's Gavin so, Newsom, you idiot. So much of this is like parenting. If my kids don't believe I'm going to follow through on the punishment, well, then I take their switch away for two days or two months. Doesn't make any difference. It's not the length of the penalty if they don't think either one of the penalties are ever going to come true. Right, right. It's the certainty of the penalty that matters. So, like I said, the city councilwoman was half right. Uh, the other half of it, though, my dear, is that uh, if somebody's in jail because they have a long sentence, mm. they're not going to victimize anybody Good else. Good point. So deterrence is only half the question. That's why if I our put my kids in is, jail. That's, that's good parenting. Firm, firm-handed. Uh, if our question is not what will deter, but what will keep citizens safe from predators. Yeah, that, that's true. Then long sentences absolutely answer that question. That's an excellent point. Thank you. That's why I'm here. So um, I love this. Absolutely loved it. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti was uh, asked about all this stuff. And uh, Monday, uh, he, uh, let's see, he was uh, speaking alongside Mayor Muriel Bowser at Mayoral Public Safety Media Availability, availability to discuss crime in the, in the, uh, the district. Um, What we got to do, he said, if we really want to see homicides go down, is keep bad guys with guns in jail. Because when they're in jail, they can't be in communities shooting people. So when people talk about what we're going to do different, or what we should do different, what we need to do different, that's the thing that we need to do different. We need to keep violent people in jail. Right now, the average homicide suspect has been arrested 11 times prior to them committing a homicide. That is a problem. That is a problem. That is some plain talk. I'd say. Finally. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Last month, Representative Angie Craig, who's a Democrat of Minnesota, called out D.C.'s elected officials over their soft on crime policies after she was assaulted by a junkie, some homeless lunatic. She was his 13th victim. The 13th victim of a violent man who who can put up who would put up who would vote for that let him assault 12 women brutally 12 that's horrible and do nothing 
Maybe if he does 13, we'll consider. Who could conceivably advocate that policy? She says, quote, I got attacked by someone who the District of Columbia has not prosecuted fully over the course of almost a decade, over the course of 12 assaults. I would point out that's how many he was caught for before mine that morning. I mean, it wasn't even in every instance that he got 10 days or 30 days. Many times the charges were completely dropped before any justice was achieved at all. Oh, that's horrifying. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The way to go, Chief. Way to go. If we really want to see homicides go down, keep bad guys with guns in jail. And as we mentioned uh, earlier, in California, they're trying to reinstate uh, enhanced penalties for felons, dangerous, violent felons who use guns, and the Democrats in the legislature won't let them. So every time somebody gets shot, particularly a mass, sh- mass shooting, you hear the howling for more gun laws. More enforcement of gun laws. But then if somebody uses a gun violently, you say, no, you can't put them in jail for a longer time if it disproportionately affects whomever. So which one is it? Which is it, Democrats, lefties, progressives? Which one is it? Well, their policies don't make any sense. So force telling them, you have to explain to me in a way that makes sense why your policies are good. You're not going to get an answer. U.S. investigators say steering wheels are falling off of Teslas. Well, that's a problem. Uh, How much equipment did we leave behind for the Taliban in Afghanistan? Horrifying story. A bunch of different things we can get to coming up. I don't understand how the D.C. City Council can sleep at night, Jack. Perhaps they should get the MyPillow 2.0. You know, I was actually thinking about this commercial in bed last night. Really? Because I've got a bunch of different pillows on my bed of various uh, companies, some of them really expensive, that sort of thing. Man, I keep reaching for the MyPillow 2.0 pillow. That's just a freaking fantastic pillow. It has the patented adjustable pillow pillow of the original MyPillow. (laughs) What a nice pillow he is. 20 years after the MyPillow came on the scene, but now the MyPillow 2.0 has brand new exclusive fabric that is made with temperature regulating thread. So, so goodbye, say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over during the night. The MyPillow 2.0 right now is buy one, get one free for a limited time if you use the promo code Getty. MyPillow 2.0 made with temperature regulating technology, 100% made in the USA. The pillow comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square. Get this buy one, get one free offer from the MyPillow 2.0. Remember the code Getty. Go to MyPillow.com. I don't know how often this happens. The press has it in for Tesla ever since Elon bought Twitter. Like I was reading Ever the, since he admitted he was a moderate. Yeah, exactly. I, I read the review. I think it was in the Times. The, uh, the guy saying that the Ford self-driving technology is better than Tesla's now, which it may be. I don't know. But he had to throw in several paragraphs about how much he hates Elon and, 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 and the way he runs Twitter. And I thought, okay, you're kind of prejudicing your view of the self-driving to it <laughs> the self-driving technology by mentioning twitter in this article so this story i don't know but u.s investigates tesla for steering wheels that can fall off i can't imagine a worse feeling <laughs> uh, that that particular it gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it steering wheel pulls off i don't know what i would do just expect the end to come soon i guess i would uh, certainly depress the brake pedal yeah well, that'd be a good idea And hope nobody smashed into me. 
Listen to this. This is the stat of the day. The Taliban has $7.2 billion worth of U.S. military equipment. A report just came out. Remember, we were leaving so much stuff behind as we so hurriedly got out of there. You know, so, I, I'm not I'm not suggesting anybody raise up a militia and grow a beard and kidnap the governor of Michigan or anything. But everybody listening, checking out the podcast down the road, all of us, everybody who works on the show, everybody we work with and all our relatives, every dime we pay in taxes over our entire lives have gone to giving the Taliban our equipment. <laughs> in yeah. effect. Yeah. 78 aircraft worth about a billion dollars, 9,524 air-to-ground munitions valued at $6.5 million. Boy, uh, President Zelensky would like a lot of this stuff, I'm sure. Over 40,000 vehicles. 40,000 vehicles. You can't even picture that. No, you can't. More than 300,000 weapons. Nearly all night vision, surveillance, communications, and biometric equipment provided to the Afghan Defense Forces were left behind, according to this a report that just came out from the Special Inspector General uh, looking into this after the horrible withdrawal from Afghanistan. Which nice job. I know that sent uh, Joe Biden's approval ratings into a spiral he's never recovered from. It should have. That is one of the most incompetent things we've ever did, ever done. Even if you fully believed he was right to get out of there. You can't get out leaving behind $7.2 billion worth of stuff for some of the worst human beings on Earth. That is really sickening. I did a, a little uh, quick research. We gave the Taliban, because I wanted to be able to picture this, every vehicle in the total parking for LAX almost times two. Every single vehicle in every parking lot at LAX, almost times two, we gifted to the Taliban. Nicely done. Nice plan. Yeah, yeah, worked out great. Great. Um, so uh, the guy who draws Dilbert continues to be in the news, is that right? Oh, yeah, Scott Adams, who got canceled for shooting off his mouth. Uh, what he said, he could have said it a lot better, but he's now speaking out about getting canceled and how he feels about it and uh, defending himself. So it's pretty interesting. All around that stupid Reddit poll that is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a way to bait people into racist responses. Do you know about that? Pretty much. Yeah. That's a a frightening uh, aspect of modern life. Anyway, stay tuned for this stuff and more. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The thing that your audience probably doesn't know, which is the hilarious thing that came out of this, is that it's almost entirely white people that canceled me. It might be entirely, because they're the ones who own the publishing companies and the newspapers. That is Scott Adams, the uh, brilliant creator of Dilbert, the quarter of controversy, defender of Trump, and weigher into of many uh, public debates these days. That doesn't surprise me at all, what he just said. Does it you? Oh, no, 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 not at all. No, I can't that, honestly. Yeah, so he got on the wrong side of a uh, uh, a racial issue, and uh, the 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 white people who want racial justice, which I do too, uh, canceled him. Okay, that's what happened. Yeah, there's there's a Rasmussen poll that came out polling black people on a particular phrase: "It's okay to be white," which is sometimes associated with uh, right wing groups that are then portrayed in the media as being w- white supremacist groups. Whether that's accurate or not, sometimes it is, often it isn't. And so this this the poll was fraught with all sorts of different dynamics going on and then it was 53 percent of black people i think it is said uh they agree with the phrase it's okay to be white which the daily beast then calls a trollish hate slogan with roots in white supremacy how many of the black people in the poll had any idea that nobody didn't nobody i mean i know it's just so it's so full of people trying to push competing narratives and scott adams to me, almost fell for it, saying, and I don't have the quote in front of me, but and I should, I apologize, but if uh, you know that other 47% of black people don't think it's okay for me to be white, they're a hate group, and the best thing for white America to do is avoid black people. And so everybody who is just desperate, desperate to be offended these days, because if you're offended, you get all the attention. Uh, announced that he was evil and clearly a Klansman for saying that. So anyway, Scott <laughs> Adams went on... Uh, clear, uh, so uh, uh, Scott Adams goes on uh, Chris Cuomo's show. Uh, apparently, Chris Cuomo has a show on News Nation, and he did practically the entire hour talking about this. Here are a couple more clips of Scott Adams, uh, 26. You don't uh, think the black, black people, people were offended? To, let me tell you. So far, every black person I've talked to, and of course, a lot of people contacted me, said that they said, hey, what's going on? And I said, look at the context. They would look at the context, and they said, oh, I get what you're saying. That was kind of, kind of alarming the way I first heard it, but I get what you're saying. 
So black America is actually completely fine, both conservative and liberal, if they see the context. Well, it's like that uh, colleague of ours who lost his career for saying all lives matter, not knowing that that phrase had become a something you couldn't say. Mm-hmm. And 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 not being able to have the conversation where you just explain to people, oh no, I didn't know that people had decided that was the wrong thing. I just mean that you know I think I don't like anybody to get hurt. You should be able to have that conversation and everything would be fine, but you can't. In a sane society, yeah, absolutely. And Scott Adams' point, obviously, is that if anybody says no, it's not okay to be white, they are a racist and they should be avoided. He had no idea of the subtext and that just the whole poll and all of it is so bad. But you're right. That is the key point and the point that should be driven home. And we've tried over and over again. But, you know, who who knows? Maybe someday the sun will rise, the sun of sanity, where uh, you can say, no, that's not what I meant. Here's exactly what I mean. Here's exactly what I No, no. We caught you saying that. We caught you saying the forbidden phrase. Now we get to ruin your career. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. I mean, the, the people are like vicious idiot beasts. Yeah, it's and weird. Not like human beings at all. It's weird, but as I tell my kids, it's true. Even if it's weird and doesn't make any sense, it is true. You will lose your career. That is real. Hit number twenty-seven, Michael. White America kind of acts like you. Let's talk about this poll. Why did you say the poll? Why did you say the thing? I just said the poll wasn't important. It was just a jumping-off point, and you shouldn't take any of the hyperbole seriously. It was meant to get people riled up. I just misjudge how much. That's interesting. <laughs> Him saying, look, I was uh, looking to stir things up and have a conversation, and uh, I stirred things up more than I expected to. I'm sure he didn't want to get canceled, but I, I, I assume he's got ungodly money, so he'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got to. Unless he's got, like, 27 ex-wives and a coke habit. Yeah, he's got plenty of money. <laughs> Four hours we do every day. Some of it is oh. some of it you'd like. If you ever miss an hour, you can look for it in podcast form, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. That's a good thing to do. We're going to get to a whole bunch of things in hour four, including have you seen the new flying bike that they invented? Have you seen this? I got to get one of these. I'm scared. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.